Welcome to Extracurricular, the podcast all about the hobbies, interests, and talents of the students, faculty, and staff at Gwinnett Online Campus. My name is Mr. Lawless, and I'm a teacher at GOC. Thanks for joining me. Today, I had a chance to talk with Jackson. Jackson and I go way back. He's been in my class in two separate years, and he's a lot of fun. Today, we talk about scouts, music, acting, gaming, and his plans to start a YouTube channel. And Jackson answers my scouting questions talks about his music, and explains what it's like to act on stage versus acting on camera. He's smart, he's funny, and I know you're going to enjoy our chat, so let's get to it. Jackson, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on today. Thank you. I I understand you just finished some final exams. How was that? Uh, It was your fair share of being hard and easy. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's cool. That's cool. Well, now that finals are over, you will have some time to uh, relax and do some fun stuff. And I understand that you have some hobbies and interests outside of school that you want to talk about today. Uh, Yeah, um, I think I'll probably start with uh, just a little bit about me. Um, I'm uh, 13 years old, ninth grader here. Uh, I have a dog and two cats. Uh, My my dog is... uh, a little tiny Pekingese Shizu mix, uh, whose name is Panda, uh, and she thinks she's the boss of everything, obviously. Of course. Uh, we have a cat named Leo. He's a big cuddle bear. Uh, he always wants to hang out with you in your lap, and uh, and then a crazy cat. Uh, she's uh, Her name is Memphis, uh, for good reason. Uh, we found her on a truck. So my dad works at this warehouse, and... They get tr- uh, truck shipments daily, uh, right. and they had one from Memphis, Tennessee, and they're unloading the truck, and they find <laughs> this little kitten that just runs out of the truck. It's got to be a, a week old at most. Wow! So, uh, so we d- we take her home, call her Memphis. Uh, we were gonna try and find a home for her originally, but now she just kind of stuck around. Infinite house guest, I guess you could call it. I was gonna say that's a really cool story of how you got your cat. So, do you have to do you take care of the cats? Some like feed them, walk them, or dogs, or any of your pets? Do you feed, walk, take care of them, or not necessarily? Uh, I, I leave that to my parents most of, course, of the time. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's okay. So, so ninth grade, you got some pets at home. What kind of hobbies do you have, or what? Tell me, tell me what else you want to talk about today. Well, generally, I uh, I act in both theater and TV. Uh, okay, I'm interested in like. Uh, cars i what else do i do i'm in boy scouts i play baseball uh let's talk about boy scouts first so how long have you been in boy scouts i've been in boy scouts since first grade so it's uh, cub scouts when you start right yes Is that, okay and it's cub scouts weeblos and then uh yeah boy scouts? Um, the weeblos are a part of the cub scout so it oh, goes okay. uh cub scout uh and cub scouts it's uh the tiger scout the wolf mm. the bear the Weeblo and the Weeblo 2. Okay. Uh, and you rank up by year, which is a bit different from the Boy Scouts, where you have to do your own work to rank right. up. Um, but basically, I've been in the Boy Scouts since, like, sixth grade. Um, I'm currently at the star rank, which is two away from Eagle. Um, and it's, I will be ranking up to life pretty soon. Uh, is Eagle Scout the high—that's the highest level, right? Yes, Eagle okay. Scout is the highest level. And it's pretty difficult to get to Eagle Scout, right? So do you have— do you have to earn different, um, is it badges or things that you have to do to get to that level, or how does that work? Um, it's um, kind of mosh pit of things, actually. You okay. have uh, you do have the merit badges. A lot of the higher ranks include the merit badges. Uh, you have to get a specific number of them from a list of required ones. Mm-hmm. But that's not really the only thing. A lot of the higher ranks also include service. Um, you have to do service hours, including a certain number of conservation-related service hours. 
and you just generally have to learn the scout skills in the earlier ranks. Okay. So you said you were at you were about two away from Eagle Scout. You said you were at um, which level were you, or scout rank are you at now? I'm at star okay. f- for the moment. Uh, it goes scout, tenderfoot, second class, first class, star, life, then eagle. Wow. That's very cool. Yeah. And you're in ninth grade. So how long, if you keep, do you plan to co- keep continuing and, tr- and um, try to get eagles to become an Eagle Scout? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to get Eagle Scout as soon as possible so I can basically get that off my plate and yeah. uh, focus some time on some other stuff. But I do intend to continue with Boy Scouts as long as I can. So how, I assume, and it gets harder, it, it seems like there's not many Eagle Scouts, right? I mean, it, by really the time aren't. it gets to that level, it's, yeah. it's what, all... What happens with a lot of people is they just either... Either they lose interest in Boy Scouts, mm-hmm. they just don't really care about getting Eagle, or they just don't try hard enough. And a lot of it is just devoting your time, which is kind of hard to do to something like Boy Scouts. What's your favorite part of uh, Boy Scouts? Is it? Well, you tell me, what is your favorite part? Well, I've got to say it's the trips, and specifically the more fun trips, uh, the more engaging ones. We Every year we go on a summer camp trip to Woodruff, where you, that's where I've gotten most of my merit badges from. They have classes where you can get the merit badges, but then the, then we have an annual lock-in trip. At, uh, we've traditionally done it at a rock climbing place, but we're probably going to kind of back off on the climbing and go to somewhere different in the future. Um and the most memorable one so far has been the trip to Seabase. It is a high adventure trip that we do. Um, we do these every couple of years, but these are the stick with you for life, like life changing kind mm-hmm. of trips. Seabase was a very special one. It's my favorite that I've been on so far. And what it is, is it's they are, it's down in Florida near Fort Lauderdale, and they have uh, a lot of different programs. But we went on the uh, sail. Uh, the the coral reef sailing one, mm-hmm. and what we did was we spent a week with uh, on a sailboat with one night uh, of docking in in between. Wow! Um, and we snorkeled the coral uh, coral reefs and fished the whole time, and it was really fun. That's cool. Did you eat some of the fish that you caught and stuff like that, or did you have to throw it back? Or oh uh, yeah, um, there is a size limitation on like what you can eat and what you have to throw mm-hmm. back. Um, we caught a lot of like little fish that we didn't. We get to eat, but there was this contest um, in Seabase where mm-hmm. you, uh, each crew competes to see how big of a fish they can catch. Oh. Now, and there, there's one for edible and one for non-edible. The non-edible one was this big four-foot eel that Ooh. someone caught. And uh, <laughs> that sounds gross. <laughs> yeah, and the edible one was actually from our boat. Oh, um, congratulations! Yes, this this one kid named Chase. He caught a. Uh, a how how big oh yes how could I forget this is an inside joke two foot ten uh, blackfin tuna that we ended up eating half of uh, over the like <laughs> last few days all right it was it was huge it was really big that's cool that's cool so when you go um, so there are other scout t- so is your is it called a troop like the group it is. That's, okay so you uh, you go with your troop but then there are other troops at sea base right like at the same time yes okay and there's you, a lot you guys are competing and. Uh, in some things, but also taking classes together and things like that? Uh, yeah, they divide it among crews. Now, depending on the okay. size of your troop, this can vary. If you have a really huge troop, you'll probably be divided among two or three crews uh, over the boat. See, see what, with the crews, you have a couple of adults, a lot of scouts, and a captain. Now, our troop was just big enough so that we only had to have one crew. 
But let's say you have a, like a really small like micro troop with like one or two people right. on it, then you might get with another troop on that crew. But the crews are typically six, seven scouts, two adults, and a captain, something like that. Okay, and you have like I guess through going through scouts, you've made some pretty good friends and friendships and things like that. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, the whole premise of scouts is the leadership, the bonding between between the the scouts themselves. Mm-hmm. It's it's a great way to make friends and learn how to cope in social situations. So what would you, so sometimes people listen to um, this podcast that aren't necessarily into these same things. So, so if someone was listening to you and they were, it, it was like a, say it was a kid who really was like, I want to, I'm interested in Cub Scouts. What advice would you have for them? Like, how do you get involved with scouting? Well, really it's just about finding the right troop or pack for you. Now, um, there's always going to be a pack or a troop not too far away, so you it's it's not hard to find one. Mm-hmm. But finding one that suits you uh, is is the is the main thing. Now the packs, I'm not going to worry about a lot because the large, the, the 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 large groups of Cub Scouts are called packs rather than troops. The packs isn't really what you want to worry about um, because that's just Cub Scouts. Cub Scouts is just you do it and it's over. But with the troops, that's a bit harder because there's uh, a bit there's more Boy Scout troops than packs mm-hmm. typically. And um, there were a couple of options that I could have gone to uh, coming out of Cub Scouts. Mm-hmm. There was a large troop that uh, my pack directly fed into, like officially, mm-hmm. called pack, uh, called Troop 580. But I chose not to go to that one because I didn't want like to have like that many people. Yeah. And I, I ended up choosing one that another kid from my pack went to, um, 876, and it had less people. It still has less people. Um, and it's a bit, it, I'm going to re- relate this back to my final exams in geography. <laughs> this is like a, uh, like our troop's more of an ethnic religion rather than a universalizing one. Okay. That's going to go way over my head. I, I teach language arts and, you know, so <laughs> yeah. I'll, uh, I'll let the, uh, social studies, social studies people, clues, man. I know I should figure it out. I could probably, I'll have to go back and, and listen to it. I bet yeah. I can figure it out. Um, that's really cool. So, so scouts, big part of your life and everything. Huge really enjoy part of my it. Life. All right, so what else is a big part? I know you said acting and you had some other things, sports that you play. What do you what else do you want to talk about? Um, well, I, I think I'll go into my acting career a little yeah, bit. Yeah, let's talk um, about it. I'm kind of a two uh, I'm kind of a two-sided coin here when it comes to acting. I do okay. theater acting, but I also do TV acting. Now, I've been in theater acting since I was 10, and I've done approximately 10 plays and I'm working on another, and it's really really fun. Um, and you said you're, are you 15 or 14? I'm 13. 13. Oh yeah. And you've been only, so you've been doing it since you're 10, 10 plays since you were 10 years old. So you've been averaging, you know, three plays a year about or something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. So tell me about, so theater, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, the main, the main thing I like about it is just the ability to portray roles animatedly because on TV you can't really be as, as animated. But the, the, the thing I like about it is the friends I make along the way and everything, um, and I like the specific group I'm in as well because it has something pretty special about it. Uh, we, we do this thing called double casting, um, where we, we typically have groups big enough so that we split the cast among two different casts that, um, uh, we have like four nights every play. Um, and among two of those nights, uh, each cast gets their go. Oh, so cool. everyone gets really their chance to shine. They have an off night and then they have an on night, um, where and do you perform? What what group are you with? Where you do this? I'm with uh, Smoke Rise Academy of Arts in okay. uh, Stone Mountain area. Okay. Uh, the The most recent play I did was actually Frozen Junior. I got Kristoff 
uh, on two of those nights. Pretty big role, right? Pre- yeah. Pretty big role. And now my biggest uh, my biggest grievance there is that I didn't have a solo to sing. Um, so when you said it was, um, you said it was the junior version. So does that does it just mean it's like a shorter version, or it's um, fewer characters, or how but, do they? It's it's something like that. Okay. What what we mostly do in our group is junior versions of plays, and that's essentially the Broadway version of it. Um, officially shortened to like thirty forty minutes. Um, okay. So instead of longer. doing a two hour play with an intermission, you guys you do like a forty minute version. Yes, we like we, we still have that intermission though. But um, we're actually trying to draw away from that junior thing lately, and we're trying to. We're trying to figure out a full-length Broadway play to do. We have done these in the past, but not as much as we've done the junior. I guess versions. so. Not so. I'm just thinking in my head. So you know, obviously, as an actor, that's probably more difficult because you have to you have more that you have to learn and and do. But like set design, you probably have to have you know bigger sets and and more sets, perhaps. Yeah. So what's your um? Tell me your favorite. I want to know your favorite part about theater acting, and then like your biggest challenge. I think my favorite part about theater acting is just getting to be on stage and doing it. The dances, the uh, little nuances that that you decide to do to make it funnier or more dramatic. Just being able to be yourself while also being another person on stage is just incredibly fun and engaging. Um, And I think my biggest challenge on it is... I guess learning it because um, these these professional actors learn a full length Broadway play in like weeks by going to rehearsals yeah. like every day, um, and we have rehearsals not every day but over like several months, and we still barely get it together on time. Um, so learning it it can just be challenging. The dance moves are always complex. Um, figuring out how to deliver the lines, memorizing the lines. Uh, even figuring out what character you want early on is just kind of challenging. L- learning the play. Do you do you um, do you have to do practice at home, or does it, do, or does that not really help because you have to be on stage with the other actors, sort of doing stuff? How uh, don't don't tell anybody, but we're supposed to we're supposed to uh, we're supposed to practice at home. Just like the the little dance moves that are the hardest ones. Yeah, I I, I, I typically don't really get to do that. Uh, I'm usually fine, but uh, other people practice at home a lot. Uh, but you, you, you can't really practice the stage movements and the lines right. at home as much as you can on stage. Sometimes if, like, there has been a character in the play who I am closely related to by character right. um, who is either having a hard time or I'm having a hard time, when it gets close to playtime, what happens sometimes is I get my aunt, who is in a, who's in theater herself, uh-huh. To come over to our house and we get the other the other person and oh, we, no. we work on it yeah. together and that and that gives it a bit more meaning than just going over it in your head right or looking in the mirror and saying lines or something like yes. that so so you said I think you said something interesting that some people may not realize that um, you said on TV you can't be quite as animated as on as in theater on stage is that because I guess you're performing for people in the back of this I mean I guess in a theater. You have to sort of be bold and big with all of your movements and things so that it comes through. Is that? Am I saying that the right way? I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, you're saying that the right way, definitely. What what happens with theater acting versus TV acting is the expectation. In theater acting, people um, watching watching the performance are going to expect you to be animated. They 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 know that you have to be able to project to the back of the mm-hmm. room. You you have to. Be able to portray every little emotion and nuance about the play, and everyone needs to be able to understand it. 
while on TV acting, you have several takes, you have、mm. editing, you have microphones, you have all of that extra stuff and special effects, and that, that portrays the idea a lot easier and with, a, with less effort. Than theater acting. So, when you're on TV, people aren't going to expect you to be animated,、uh, jumping around the set. They're going to just expect you to, to deliver your line, make it sound like you have some sort of personality, and be done with it. Right. Almost more like, like you would in real life.、Yeah. You know, if anyone acted like they do on stage in real life, you'd be like, what is wrong with that person? But yeah, TV, I could see that. You start acting like,、uh, you know, doing these massive moves on a TV camera,、um, it's going to look really weird and. Probably not work at all. Yeah, that's the whole experience of a theater kid. You'll be practicing dance moves out in public, and people are going <laughs> to wonder what the heck is wrong with this person and why they're so weird. So that's theater. And, and I guess, do you, take,、um, do you take dance or voice lessons, or do you sort of、uh, like、learn on your own, or how do you handle that kind of stuff? I do not take dance lessons. We don't really. We don't really focus a lot on like professional ballet dancing、right. in this, but、uh, I do take voice lessons. I've always had that interest in honing my voice.、Mm-hmm. Um, I've been taking voice lessons, I forget how long now. How, how,、uh, seven, six months, something like、okay. that.、Um, I'm、uh, currently working on a song that I'll be singing for a winter performance for our whole Academy of Arts, but I recently、uh, was practicing. The Sound of Silence,、uh, the cover version by Disturbed. I saw you perform it. And I performed that、yeah. right here at GOC. So, voice lessons really carries a lot of meaning outside of drama, but I just cherish it for what it is because I like having a competent voice. Right. Yeah. And you want to improve and learn how to get better and, and you know, constantly. Seek to, to do the best you can.、So. Yeah. Music's always been a huge part of my life. I listen to it on a daily basis. I act in musicals and I take voice lessons.、Um, and I know you also play musical instruments. I know you play the piano really well. What else do you play? Any other musical instruments? I do not.、Um, piano. I, I, I actually would typically disagree with you there. I don't play it that well.、Uh, I typically just pick things out by ear because、um, okay. I have that. I have that skill, but I haven't, haven't invested a lot into lessons and stuff, into, in, into piano and everything. I've just kind of rolled with it. It's been something I've always been able to do. So I actually use my keyboard, which has a, a plethora of instruments on it.、Um, I use this app called Acapella.、Okay. Um, I actually got it from Avery,、uh, who told me about it. But I use this app called Acapella, and it has like. Several different panels where you can record yourself、mm-hmm. singing or playing an instrument, and you mash it up all together and you can cover your own song,、oh, make your own、cool. song, and you don't have to have a whole band to do it. Very cool. You can do it all on your own, sit in your house. Yeah, I do, I do that for fun on my piano. I get some guitar, bass, drums, even drums.、Uh, it, it, it can be quite the challenge doing it sometimes,、uh, which is why I've been actively seeking somebody, <laughs> to,、uh, somebody to make a band with. Because I, 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 don't, I don't have the,、uh, that ability to handle it all on my own. I mean, I can, I can do it. So, what kind, of,、uh, what kind of band are you looking to form?、Like、um, a... I, I, I don't know, man. I've just been looking at、uh, rock and roll. Okay.、Uh, so, what you, so, what would you do? What would you play? Would you sing? And... I would sing,、okay. provide occasional 
keyboard accompaniment, sure. but nothing, yeah. nothing too, nothing too drastic. Right, right. But I've I've recently been demonstrating an in, uh, an interest beyond my beyond my uh, understanding because I have no idea why I'm interested in this. Okay. But uh, I've been displaying an interest in learning guitar recently. I've been right. wanting to learn guitar. Um, so if I if I can master that skill and form a band, I'd probably be, be a guitar player as well. Yeah, you can definitely master guitar. That's uh, you can you can uh, you can either take lessons or you can just go to YouTube and you know learn yeah. everything you need to. There's a uh, yeah, that's cool. Looking for for band members. Um, I talked to uh, Lane. You know Lane, yeah. and uh, he's looking for band members also. I actually and heard then, about that. Yeah, so maybe maybe you and Lane should yeah should have I, a conversation. I, yeah, I hit him up on Instagram asking so. him what kind of genre he was looking at because I, I I'm really not really interested in anything except for rock. Yeah. Uh, I, I texted him about it, and basically what he said is he's just not really going to worry about it until finals are over. That's what it, yeah, he was telling me that too. So maybe now, maybe uh, it would be a good time. So let's uh, let's go back to, I want to go back to the acting a little bit, because we talked about theater acting, but you said you also did some TV work, right? Yes. Okay, and you're currently still doing TV work, and that's something you've been involved with for a while? Oh, yeah. I, I started back in, I forget what year it was, uh, 2014. Okay. 2014 is when I started. And that was a long time ago. Let me tell you, I was on the I was on the movie A Walk in the Woods. Okay, uh, this was actually one of my early featured um, background roles. Um, what what I typically do is I stand in the background and pretend to be a person with no with no meaning or value. Uh, but my first my first job I ever had was actually quite significant. I was the leader of a line of little Cub Scouts. There weren't a lot of us. Um, well. Uh, walking through uh, the woods. Now, the premise of this movie was a couple of dudes um, who were getting probably late 50s, 60s. They wanted to walk the Appalachian Trail, and as soon as oh, they're starting Bill it, Bryson? Yeah. Uh, this was no, Robert Redford different. and Nick Nolte. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and what what happens instantly is they're tired, and they're like, well, well, if we can't do it, nobody can. And then and then a bunch of little Cub Scouts just start running <laughs> up the mountain <laughs> in front of them. Uh, so, yeah, that was my first role, but I've been on... Uh, I uh, I stopped doing it for a really long time, but then I picked it back up in 2017, and I've worked on let's see, Lodge 49 as a featured uh, as a featured kid. I ran through a room screaming. <laughs> I've been on a movie called The Front Runner, A House with a Clock in Its Walls, Goosebumps 2. I was pr- I was seen in the trailer of that actually. That was also pretty. Oh, featured. very cool. Uh, the movie Little, Queen America. I was also featured in Little a lot. Queen America. Raising Dion, Stranger Things, The Walking Dead finale, Amazing Stories, Doom Patrol, The Resident, Legacies, Stargirl, The Outsider, Christmas on the Square. <laughs> I had I had my leg cast in that actually. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> Your leg was cast in that? Uh, cast in, in yes. okay, like in a like cast, in a like cast. you were broke, like it was broken or something. Okay. Yeah, and uh, upcoming horror movie. I don't. I'm. I'm not sure if I can say the name of it. Pro- uh, just don't. If you're not sure, we don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah, and and, and a couple others. But uh, the most exciting thing is I landed a role this year on on a movie, on a movie called a uh, uh, Game Changer. Okay. It's a baseball movie. Interestingly enough, because I play baseball, um, I, I played the catcher character John, and. What it is, it's this this guy, Jordan Gabriel, the uh, the football player, uh, leading quarterback, best in the world. He mm-hmm. he gets in trouble for racing a supercar, uh, and so the judge sentences him to community service, basically, and he has to coach a group of little league uh, little league baseball players, uh, me included, and it's basically just this story about he learns to care for others more than himself and. Uh, 
co- he just coaches the baseball team and everything works out. In works the out end. at the end. Um, so is it pretty fun to film oh, stuff like that? It, it was the most fun I've ever had so filming. Do you? Let me ask you this, and then I want to I want to talk about this one, uh, game changer. But is most of this stuff because um, we live uh, you know in a suburb outside of Atlanta, and Atlanta has a lot of film stuff. Is most of this stuff that you film in a, the Atlanta area? Oh yeah. You, okay. I've n- I've never gone out of state for a role. Atlanta's becoming the new I was Hollywood. Say, it, you don't it, even have to leave the state. It, yeah. it, 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 I call it Yollywood, and a lot of other people do too. Oh, that's a good Yollywood. I like that. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's becoming quite the quite the business for movies because I've gone like everywhere in Atlanta for movies. I I once went to uh, I, I once went to Underground Atlanta. I once went for to the World Congress Center. So do you film? So I'm assuming some of these are like a location and then do you ever film in like a set like a sound studio or anything like that I have. also okay. I filmed that I I know I've been here for like auditions and stuff I forget if I filmed here before but I've been to Tyler Perry Studios okay. um there's there's a lot of sound stages yeah. I've been on but uh mainly I'm on location Yeah on location so let's talk about the game changer she said it was the most fun to film why was it the most fun like what was what made it so much fun well, for one thing, I had lines. Uh, oh, okay. So you get to actually act and be on camera and heard. Okay, yes. I like it. Because I was, I was like, the, the 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 baseball players aren't in every part of the movie, yeah. so I was there for like half of filming, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but the first part of it mainly. And I developed a, a, a pretty a pretty good relationship with all of the baseball players. We still have a group chat that died pretty recently, but uh, we still have this group chat of all the baseball players. Uh, and these are all just that were actors in yeah. the Atlanta area that all got cast. Yeah, and, and, and the cast members, and even the crew, uh, even the crew. Now, I, I want to tell a, a pretty funny story about what happened. Okay. Uh, on, uh, I forget. Oh yeah, this was on the practice field, which was actually a, so- a, re- a soccer field that we were just pretending it was a practice yeah. field. Now, this was in our second half of filming for the baseball players. And what happened is we were trying to get a a, uh, a shot of the lead role kid taking a, uh, taking a hit from the coach, right? Um, but what happens is he just tinks it. He fouls it way up, and it goes into the woods behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I forget if they cut or not. I hope they didn't because I hope this <laughs> makes this into the bloopers. But I go like, wow. Was that ball a Teletubby? Because that was a Tinky Winky. And then everyone, every single crew member on B-Cam just begins cracking just started up. started laughing. Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. She thought uh, uh, off the top of your head. That was yeah, really right good. off the top of my little, head. Little, some one-liners. That's, that's pretty pretty cool. So tell people that aren't familiar, like, what is a, because um, I know a lot of people, um, you know, this is a unique experience, but a lot of people are interested in this kind of stuff. What's a day on set? filming like is it a lot of sitting around is it a lot of like what do you what is that like a bit of both it depends on what you're there for okay um the crew is on set basically all day but working you're, you're, like doing stuff all day but you're probably not going to be on the crew yeah um now for extras and background what's going to happen most of the time is there will be long intervals where you're just sitting and holding doing nothing so bring your nintendo switch if you got one okay. um <laughs> That's good advice but uh and then what will happen is after those after those couple hours you'll be sent on set to just walk by most of the time. Um, so, li- so let me. I just want to make sure. So, if you're usually if you're an extra or background, it is literally what you're talking about. You're just in the background of some scene. Yes. Where you have to walk by, and maybe yeah. you're on camera, maybe you're not. Yes. You're just, okay. Definitely. Uh, a lot of times you're blurred out and you can't even yeah. be seen. There's basically no chance of getting any lines if you're a if you're, if you're a background an extra role. or background. Okay. Uh, what uh, and what happens is you're you're probably 
for the first couple hours, you'll probably be, probably be in holding. And then for the next couple hours until lunch, which they have they, mandatorily, they have to provide a lunch. Um, for true. the next couple hours until lunch, you, you're probably going to be on set. And then you'll go to lunch, maybe sit in holding a little bit after that, but probably not. Return to set. And however long they use you, they use you. But for kids, uh, there's a 10-hour limit. So that you need to be out of there after uh, after ten hours, so there there is a bit of hope for however like like knowing when you'll be out of there by, but a lot of times they'll release you early if if they're done. Uh, if they get if they get what they need. All right, so let's say the next step up. So let's say you're not an extra, you get something like you actually get cast in something where you have a line or something. Then yeah. is it different than? Are you you're in a different area? You're not with the extras anymore. Well, let me tell you, the difference is phenomenal. <laughs> uh, you, you are you're definitely no longer with with the extras. Uh, in more serious films, because I was in kind of an indie film marketed to a global basis, or not a global basis, but however, like a large basis. Right. But but this film isn't like with like a big company like like HBO or something like that. Right. But right. with those big companies, they're usually really strict about two things. Never talk to the actors unless they talk to you first for okay. the for the background. <laughs> okay. And you can't really be using your phone on set. You're probably not even supposed to have them. Yeah. Now, for my film, actually, um, this is a uh, charity film where okay. we're, 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 we're sending all the uh, proceeds to charity. Oh, cool. So they, want, cool. yeah. they, they actually wanted us to have our phones and, like, spread publicity about it and tell yeah. about the film. Um, but with most films, it's not the case. But uh, the, the difference between being a, having a role and being – the extras is kind of the amount of dictation you're getting from the crew. When you have a role, it's a bit more free. The, the, they'll call you when they call you, and you'll do whatever you need to do. But when you're not being used, it's a bit different. You're you're a bit more free to like, like go go between places. Like we had two places that that we, that we were being held, um, one for school and one for um and one for just sitting about. I would like. It's a lot like the holding for extras, but it's just a bit less strict. Like, you have to sit here until you're told uh, not yeah, to. Yeah. Um, now, another, uh, if I may change the subject just oh, yeah, a little you bit. Can, yeah, you can switch um, to talk whatever you want. An- to. Another thing about the movie acting, the biggest perk, in my opinion, is that it's really easy to get into, uh, like, extra work. And even, like, extra work gets you some pretty good paychecks, man. Uh, really? Yeah. All right. Uh, background work's probably going to give you like a bare minimum of $60 a day, but that's the bare minimum. Typically, you're going to be getting 80 to 100 if you're lucky Okay. Um, for eight hours, and then they'll give you overtime if you're over eight hours. Okay. But, uh, I mean, through all of these paychecks that I've gotten from my several years of acting, uh, I have... I have bought a gaming PC, okay. a Nintendo Switch, and a. Uh, it, it wasn't like anything brand new, but a used car. Um, That's pretty impressive. So this money, you do it long enough, and you do enough of these, that money starts adding up. Yes, but I, I'm not saying make it rain. You got you got to save some stuff. I, I have. <laughs> no, no. I, yes, of course. We're not saying go spend yeah. every penny you make. Yes. But it is nice when you work hard. I mean, that's the yeah. perks of working is you get to, there are things that you get to purchase for yourself because you might, there might be things that you want. Yeah. What you can expect um, for how much you're going to be working is this, and this is really dependent on how much you put into it. Um, if you're just submitting, um, whenever you see things on social media or something, if you're just submitting for it every, every time you see something, you're going to get it like a good percentage of the time, but not all the time. And this will be pretty interspersed. Like... Uh, once every couple months, but there's casting agencies that are a lot like agencies for like professional acting, 
but um, they're strictly for extras. Like you have a oh. multitude of these, and you can be with mul- multiple of them at once. You have extras casting, central casting, Tammy Smith casting, uh, uh, Rose Lock casting, Catrette Lock casting. You have a lot. So of So if you sign up with a casting company like that, then the TV shows and movies that are filming will just call one of these casting companies and say, "We need we need twenty five extras or whatever," and then you might get it. And the, do they say like, "We need we need." Children between the ages of you know twelve and fifteen is that how that sort of like they're you could be for one s- of the emailers you're precisely on point oh <laughs> now um that that's ex- exactly what they do and what their casting company do is they call you um they 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 give you these submissions they like link you in on the on the uh, inner workings ah, of the business they, okay. they they give you the opportunities that you may not have seen okay. before. So if you have a few of these, if, if you're registered with a few of these casting companies, like I have been for a while, uh, you're probably going to expect a, a seasonal change uh, for kids in the business. Like during the school year, you're not going to get as yeah. much as on summer break. But let's say you're on summer break and you're getting a lot of, uh, like like a good bit of work, you're probably going to work maybe once or twice a month. Um, but that that's still pretty good. Yeah. If you're making like eighty dollars a day, and you're just a kid without any expenses, I mean that's pretty good. What's the longest stretch you've worked on one um, show or movie or TV show, or in, like what's the longest at one point? Well, if you're not counting my work on the movie, which was like several days, um, like straight, we only ever went three days straight. Okay, but we probably, I think we worked a little under two weeks on the on the thing. Oh wow! But. Uh, this is for the movie, the baseball movie? Yes, the baseball movie. That's but a pretty long time. <laughs> it is a pretty long time. But aside from that, the most I've ever worked is three days straight on Doom Patrol. Okay. Uh, and every time a kid has to work three days straight, they have to uh, provide a certain number of school hours a day. I, I think it's three hours. Um, so that's kind of how you get out of having to work all having day. Having to, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that's, how, that's how all that works. So is this something... Um, would you consider, like, theater and TV, the acting that you've done, is that something you're interested career-wise, or is it just more of a hobby right now, or what? It's actually a bit of both. At okay. this point, it's definitely a hobby, but I do hope to take this career. Um, once I, the, 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 like I said before about getting Eagle Scout as early as possible, I'm trying to clear that off my plate mm-hmm. so I don't have as much to do when I sign up to have a actual agent because when you have actual agents you're going to have a lot more auditions for speaking roles and when you have a lot more auditions for speaking roles you have a lot more chances of getting mm. one and when you get one you're kind of locked in there's n- like, like like there's with 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 movie and tv uh, in that business you don't you're not you're never late and you never miss okay so y- you don't need to have a lot of responsibilities if you're going so and i'm assuming once you get so an agent it's like the middleman that can help you yeah. hook up with the the better jobs just like these casting agencies right. except they make you pay more okay and uh and they're representing you like they are working for you essentially yes. you pay them a percentage of your pay or yeah, something well, like well, that you don't pay them unless you make things okay. they're, they're like yeah. lawyers yeah you don't pay unless you get a job it, it, yeah. it, it, they take a percentage of whatever you earn from yeah. the business it's like literary agents do the same thing. So, um, well, that's really cool. And then, um, yeah, so agents hook you up. And then, like you said, once uh, if, you get a, if you get a speaking role, then you pretty much are 
you're stuck, not stuck, but you have to work on that. That has to be your focus. You can't take other jobs and just be like, oh, I'm going to be back in a little bit. You got to you got to finish that job before you move on. to the Yeah, next. Uh, you can't really take other jobs per se. But yeah. let, uh, you're going to get a schedule of when you work pretty, pretty, uh, pretty soon after now. Not all sets are created equal. Some of them um, are different than others. And uh, some of them will give you like the time and date and where you're going to do it yeah. like the night before. But with most of them. You're going to have some notice. You're going to know when you're doing this, especially speaking roles. They're going to give you all the dates that you need to be there. Um, but let's say uh, you get an offer for like a one-day thing that's not on one of those dates. Feel free to do that. But yeah. You, yeah. You, you don't want to go scheduling a bunch of obligations while you have right. something as big as a That speaking would look role. really bad if you had to pull out of something or quit something. You would probably that would Your name would be mud at that point. And you oh, would, yeah. You would be in trouble. Yeah. So I know you also play baseball and sports, right? So, yes. So how do you? So my question is, how do you have time for all the stuff that you're doing? If you and want, school, you go to school full time too. If you want the honest answer, yeah, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> um, do you sleep at all? Somewhat. Sometimes. Okay. Um, I I just find the balance. You know. Um, Basically, what I do is when it comes to balancing the two most important things, school and like like professional acting, mm-hmm. I, I, I balance those as well as I can. And I go here partially for that reason so that I can not go to school if right. I have to. Yeah. A lot uh, like I, I have a friend who's interested in getting in acting, but he goes to like a public school so he, he can do it like nowhere near as much as I can. Um and by that, you just mean having the online, the flexibility to skip a day and catch yeah. up or get ahead or do so, something like so that. So that's, yeah. that, that's like probably the easiest part to balance, contradictory to how, uh, how uh, hard both of those things are. But that's pretty easy to balance. But with, with my other three things, baseball, Boy Scouts, and theater acting, that's kind of the hard thing. Um, yeah. Now, I just basically try to figure out what have I been to the least and what I need to go to the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like, like recently, I've just missed like three weeks of, of uh, drama because I have had a lot of obligations in Boy Scouts because I've uh, just gotten the, the leadership role of SPL, Senior Patrol Leader, basically the highest scout leadership role that you can possibly Congratulations. have. Congratulations. That's you. very cool. Thanks. Um, and that's kind of been taking away from drama a lot. Like, I'm going to go to drama this next possible opportunity, but... Um, the thing is, Boy Scouts and drama are scheduled on the same day, Monday. Um, so I haven't been able to go to the go go to drama for the last three weeks, and that's been paining me. Now, Boy Scouts is uh, not Boy Scouts. Baseball is a bit easier to manage because it comes in seasons. And right now, I'm on the off season. There's yeah. a couple off seasons every year, and a couple on seasons. But baseball can be a huge interfering factor. Practices are easy to miss, but games aren't. I typically go to every game I can. Um, sometimes acting like professional acting interferes with that, but baseball takes the biggest precedent if there's a game, but not if there's a practice. Um, and what position do you play catcher? And I know you said you were catcher in the movie. What I do you actually play don't on? play catcher. Oh, okay. I what? mainly play third base, but I really go wherever okay. um, I need to go, but it's typically third base because uh, for some reason, I'm like the only person who's actually good at third base. Can um, you make that throw to first? I can make okay. that throw to first. Yeah. Um, my dad has been the coach since my first year, um, mm-hmm. like like not not the fir- not including the first year. Um, he's been the coach basically my entire baseball career, and uh, so it's kind of fun, right? It, like, it, it, yeah, it. it's pretty fun. He, um, I think he's the best coach in the business because uh, he's he's re- he's really good at it. He knows how to get the team together, yeah. and he just knows how everyone works. We've kept with the same general group of of boys for um, the most part, 
um, we, 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 there's always fluctuations. Like people will leave, we'll get new people and the other team will take some people that yeah. we've traditionally had. But we've like, like 70% of the team has been like the, the same group of people through the whole. That's like, pretty good. That's thing. a pretty good percentage. Cause I know there's a lot of those teams just like fluctuate in and out and you lose like, yeah. everyone. And three years later, there's like two guys left playing together. So. Yeah. And at this point, my dad has just like, he knows everyone in, in it now and uh he, he he knows all of the kids and he knows how they work how and long uh how long do you want to keep playing you're gonna keep playing all through high school or i really don't know I, I play a rec league right now i don't play for like a school yeah i don't intend to play for a school but i really have no idea how long i'm going to be playing this for because the schedule interventions are the most important thing um because like it's gotten to the point at, right now where it can be a big interference with other things but it's not the main like problem so I really don't know if I'm going to stop soon or I'm going to keep going. But yeah. if I can, I definitely want to keep going. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of interesting hobbies. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, well, just one more thing on baseball. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I guess it's the, the mashup of people we had on this team this season. But this last fall season was the best we've ever had. Ah. And do you, do you want to know why? Why? Because... Uh, all throughout the regular season and tournaments, we never lost a single game. That's impressive. And, like, for 80 90% of the games, we won by a margin of, like, 10 points. What was it? Were you guys just, like, gelling together as a team? Like, yeah. everything was clicking? Now, there were two sides to the league. There was, like, an East, East Division and a West Division because mm-hmm. the league that we had been playing in um, for most of the time had, like, dissolved, and we had to find, like, a new league. And this new league... Um, has an East Division and West Division because there's a lot of pe- like like teams in it. Now in the tournament, both uh, both played together. Like the 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 champion of one side of, of the champion of both sides play each other to be the champion of the whole division. So there's really three mm. championship games. Um, but um, during the regular season, you're only playing your side of the division. Now um, the other side and everything, we, we we were still able to beat them. But we we uh, our side, I guess our team was just a standout. Because like, they just didn't seem quite as hard to beat as yeah. as the other side, so that's how, that's how all that went down. But yeah, baseball—it's a great team building thing because you have uh, uh, you have a team. Yeah. Um. All all I, I made a lot of friends like uh, the, this group that I've told you about that we've been in for yeah. for most of the time. They're the ones that I really bond with the most. There's like uh, my uh, so, some of my best friends have come out of baseball, like this kid named Logan, this kid named Will, Gavin. Like basically, out of that ten to eleven people, you get a lot of bond between between the people there. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and and you're competing together and like working together for this common goal and yeah. everything. And you're, you're in it, it through thick and thin. Highs yeah, and exactly. Lows. Highs and lows, good times, bad times, and that something about that like makes you bond together and and have better friendships i think yeah i I can definitely relate to that that's cool yeah definitely we got any other hobbies you want to talk about we're pushing up against 45 minutes which is about the limit about pretty 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 long time all right um there's just one more thing i guess um tell me and it's just like online stuff i guess because uh this shouldn't take long but i have a i have a particular interest in video games youtube all that kind of stuff yeah Um, okay tell me about it uh, yeah, earlier I said in my acting thing that out of the money I've made, I bought a gaming PC. Now, yeah. this is this is like the basal, 
the basal equipment for a quality gaming okay. experience. I play mostly first-person shooter games and some horror games like Five Nights at Freddy's. I play. I used to play Fortnite, but I don't play it much anymore. I play Super Smash Bros. I play. Um, I even play this Roblox game that's basically a ripoff of COD, but it's just as good. Yeah. Um, and you play on PC, right? I, I do play okay. on PC mainly, except for Smash Bros, which okay. I play on Switch. Yeah. Um, and anyway. Uh, but all that aside, YouTube is another passion of mine. On a to do your own channel, I do not yet. Okay, I have been wanting to make a channel since like 2015 or whatever. You should do um, it. I I, I am. I am. Uh, I'm planning to make my my own channel. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube Markiplier, um, Jacksepticeye, uh, Scrubs. I watch a lot of YouTube uh, of those people. Markiplier is like my idol. Like when I make my channel, I wanna I wanna make it just like his. Uh. And actually, this this channel isn't too far away from being realized. Um, for Christmas this year, I've been on my list. I've been, I've had a lot of YouTube equipment, like a microphone. I, I actually talked about before the mm-hmm. podcast. Um, it's, it's like forty five dollars, but still really good sound quality. Uh, uh, it's it's not too expensive, but it's like a basal high quality um, webcam that I'll that I'll be getting uh-huh. hopefully. And uh, is there anything else? I feel like. There's something You've else. got a computer that you can. Yeah, I've got, I've got a computer. You got the I can computer and on. everything, all that good stuff. Um, you get the webcam, you get the microphone. And yeah, hey. lately I've just been brainstorming, like straight brainstorming ideas for my YouTube channel. Uh, like a name for it, I've been thinking about Count Jacula, um, and like my intro would be like "Good evening, gamers," <laughs> and, and, or something like that. Uh, That's really good. <laughs> thanks. Um, uh, unique. Too. I've been trying to figure out an e- uh, an intro, an outro sequence, which has been kind of hard. But I think my niche, my niche, and everything that that's just going to be in like middle of the m- middle of the pack games that don't get a lot of attention but are still fun. Uh, that's actually a good idea because you get these the really popular ones. There's probably a million YouTube channels for that. You get that little. That's how you get YouTube fame. Yep. You, you 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 establish a niche. Um, and that that's a lot influenced by Markiplier uh, because what he does is he 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 invests a lot in like horror games and indie horror games. Uh, he has this series going called uh, Three Scary Games, which are always like uh, individually developed horror games that don't have like almost mm-hmm. any backing at all. But he plays them. He just quickly plays through them, not longer than like twenty minutes of video. And he plays three of those indie games, and he and he and he highlights them. And that's what I hope to do. I, I hope to be able to play a lot of things, uh, like like uh, span a wide variety of games yeah. while staying in that like indie niche. Well, and you'd be able that hooks in all these different people. You get more exactly. and more viewers and and more subscri- subscribers. So. But yeah, guys, subscribe to Count Jacula. Alright, uh, you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. Count Jacula. All right. I like it. Alright, Jackson, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all your passions. you got a lot of stuff going on, and I'm yeah. pretty impressed. Thanks. So, Alright, well, take care. You too. Thanks. Alright, keep an eye out for Jackson, or Count Jacula, on YouTube. And if you're interested in creating a band, send me an email. I'll be the middleman in your band creation. I'll get you in touch with Jackson. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed our chat. Uh, Jackson is a lot of fun to talk to, and he knows a lot about his hobbies. And if you like this episode, make sure to subscribe or leave a good review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, and keep coming back. We're going to continue to record more episodes with students, faculty, and staff about the things they do outside of school. If you have a question about the podcast or you want to be on the podcast or you want to visit the GOC website, I've put links to my email and the school website in the show notes, so check that out. And again, Obviously, and always, a special thanks to Dr. A and Dr. O'Neill. This podcast literally wouldn't be possible without their support and their inspiration. And I look forward to joining you again next episode. 
Adios.